Welcome to the good life. Welcome, dudes and babes of the world, to SEC Baseball's number one podcast, Son of a Pitch. I'm the host you love the most, Stanford Reed Parts, that scrap deer drop nuts, spelled backwards, and man, oh man, we got a great show for you today, but holy cow, what a weekend it was. What a weekend it was. Opening weekend of college baseball was fantastic. The food was great. We were at the new dude. Got to finally get that open. And whoo! i never seen something so pretty. i never seen so something so, so sexy. The new dude is rocking. It's got a little bit of the old dude swag. We brought some of that this weekend. And it was a great dog sweet. Dog sweet. Opening weekend. When's the last time you said that? It's been a minute, hasn't it? And it feels good. It feels good to be 3-0 heading into the next week. My voice is a little hoarse. I do do, I do, do a lot of yelling. I do do a lot of yelling. Hey, speaking of which, shout out to everybody in the lounge. We killed it. We, we, we brought the gang. We brought the pain. Right? Why energy? A lot of focus. Everybody make sure you know what the count is. Keep your head in the game. So a lot of my friends I haven't seen in a while. Always great to see y'all. Met a lot of cool people. Great meeting y'all as well. Now, babes, don't think I didn't see y'all. You know I was checking y'all out. You know I'm always checking y'all, and y'all was looking good. Y'all were looking good, 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 good. <clears throat> oh, one thing. Quick shout out to my man, Stu. My man, Stu, had 18 points, 11 assists, 7 boards, 1 block, and 3 steals, and a in a big basketball game at the at the Sandy, an air mural game. So shout out to my man Stu, aka the White what, Russell Westbrook. Hey, y'all look out for him at the Sandy. He's a force to be reckoned with. You don't want to face him because next time he'll probably posterize you and then steal yo girl, steal her. All right, let's get go. Let's get cracking. I first want to start off with my boy Elijah McNamee. I got, we're not, I'm no longer calling him Elijah, I'm no longer calling him Mag, no longer calling him Magming. I got a new nickname, I think everybody should start calling him it, and that is Big Dick Mag. That's right, Big Slingin' Dick Mag, because he is the man with the plan, and he's a great baseball player. He's giving me some of the best memories of my life, and not only that, not only is he a great baseball player, but he's an even better dude off the field. Way cool. Such a cool dude. I love talking to that guy because he's, he's just awesome to talk to. And he's got a smoking hot girlfriend. Smoking hot. I guess where, hey, guess where she's from? Guess where she's from? That's right. She's from the babe capital of the world. Go figure. All the smoking hot babes are from Madison, a.k.a. Dubricks. <laughs> Man. Oh, one bad thing is that I know that you can never, I'll never be able to be called Big Dick Stan. I wish, but that's just probably never going to click. But one thing, one reason why is probably because, well, 
I don't have a big dick. You know, I got a, what, hear me out, hear me out. I got a really, really, really good looking, extremely good looking, average size dick. But hey, she's extremely good looking, but just an average size dick. But hey, think about this. If y'all wanted to start calling me average dick stand, hmm? Hey, that's a movement I could probably get behind. So for now on, if you want, I'm all about it. You can start calling me average dick stand. All right, all right, all right. Time to move on to the leadoff hitter, baby. Let's get rolling. Let's get rocking. <laughs> and this is where I want to start with today. This is where I want to start with today. How Mississippi State and Ole Miss fans, both, both sides, overreacted like a bunch of idiots to a beer shower that took place at Duty Noble. Like a bunch of idiots. I couldn't believe my eyes. I didn't I, I didn't check Twitter. I didn't check Twitter until Sunday. But then I, then I started looking at it. I'm like, what? Why is everybody freaking out over a beer shower? First game at the first game at the new dude, and everybody's just freaking out about stuff about a beer shower in the lounge. <laughs> Mississippi State fans, come here. If y'all legitimately thought, legitimately thought. That the lounge was going to do a beer shower for every single home run from then on out forever at the dude. You're insane. You're insane. Listen, there's been... Y'all act like that was the first ever beer shower there. I mean, I guess the new dude. I guess maybe it was. But y'all act like there was never any old any old uh, beer showers at the old dude. There were. After a big home run... Big clinching hit. Oh, so many. I've been, there's been so many. I've been going to the dude for so long. There's been so many beer showers around me. And now everybody's going to act like, oh, what? Y'all can't do that. The, the lounge, y'all can't do that. They're copying Ole Miss. That's not what we're about. Shut up. We were never going to do that the whole time. Are you kidding me? Look, we're a baseball school. We always have been and always will be. Get this whole women's basketball school. No, shut up. We're a baseball school. We have we have unbelievable passion for baseball. We love it. And we've been waiting for this day for a long time. The opening of the new dude. And there we were. We're there. How early do everybody get? We're hour before everybody's slam packs, slinging brews, getting rowdy. And then the game was going on, you know. We were just we were waiting to explode. Waiting to explode. You know, we just couldn't, you know, good strike out here. Even small with shoving, 11 Ks. You're my boy, keep doing your thing. So, you know, the game was, you know, 0 0, a lot of first game jitters, I bet. New stadium, I understand that. And then we hit a home run. Then there was a home run at the dude when we were losing late in the game, very late in the game. And then the new dude started doing the light show. The light show, we finally get to explode. So people, they probably had no clue that there was going to be a light show like that. So everybody's just going nuts. This is like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Which it was. It's so cool. It's a beer shower. Boom. And you would have thought people, we've been doing that all the time. Are you kidding? When that first light show went off, I didn't know what was going on. I thought there was something wrong with the lights. I thought like a streaker was going on the field or something. I, I, I was kind of looking for a babe to make out with, maybe. 
pretty good idea, though, ladies. I think maybe, maybe next time we hit a bomb, that you, you know, me and you, a little tonsil hockey. I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea. But yes, state fans, my dogs, listen, we we were never ever the Lions would never ever was never gonna do that. If you thought that there was gonna be a beer shot for every home run, the rest of the rest of life at the dude, you're dumb. Completely dumb. If you thought that I, Stanford Root Parks, would let, let, let the Lounge do something like Ole Miss. No! That's why I don't like it when the Lounge does the uh, ball five, when they copy A&M. No, we, we got our own swag. We got our own thing. It's the best place to play, foot, play baseball. We got the best fans, the best atmosphere. We do our own thing. We, we were never going to... I don't know. And when I got on Twitter and just seeing everybody, oh, no, don't do the beer shower, blah, blah, blah. Man, get out of here. Get out of here. It's, it's, a, it's a rare occasion every time. I've been a part. I still can't get over it. But now let me get to the T-Sun fans. Now, T-Sun fans. When Mississippi State fans t- tell y'all that y'all's beer shower is, is, is stupid, they're lying. They are 106% lying to you. Because honestly, whenever I see videos of y'all's beer shower, it's really cool. I'm like, oh, that, that looks pretty cool. That looks pretty cool. But I never, I never want to bring that to the dude. You know, maybe big home run, walk off, whatever. Yeah, that happens. And it probably ha- happens everywhere. It doesn't happen just at the dude or uh, at, at Swayze. Get out of here. Get out of here with that. So you Ole Miss fans, you T-Sun guys, if you honestly thought, Mississippi State was trying to copy. Mississippi State baseball was trying to copy Ole Miss baseball. Why? Why would Mississippi State baseball ever want to copy Ole Miss baseball? Oh, let me guess. Y'all have so many regular season SEC titles, right? No, nah, y'all got seven. Mississippi State has eleven, so that can't be it. Oh uh, yeah, yep, it's got to be. Uh, it's got to be the SEC tourney titles then. No, nah, Ole Miss three states. State has seven, so that's 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 more. No, it can't be that. Ah, oh, how many regionals has Ole Miss won? That's got to be it. No, five for Ole Miss, fourteen for State. Okay, so that's now that can't be why we're copying them. Then it's got to. I mean, I mean, trips for Omaha. I mean, trips to Omaha. I, Ole Miss has got to been there so many times for Mississippi State to want to copy them. No, Tucson five, dogs ten. That's double. That's double. So what could it be, Ole Miss? Why would Mississippi State want to copy y'all so much? Oh, it's got to be y'all. Y'all get all the big crowds. That's it. Y'all get all the big crowds. That's, that's, that's it. Let's see. Top 10 on-campus crowds all time. Duty Noble, Duty Noble, Duty Noble, Duty Noble, Duty Noble, Duty Noble, Bop, but the Bop, but the Duty Noble, Duty Noble, Duty Noble. T-Sun, get the heck out of here. If you ever ever think Mississippi State baseball wants to be like y'all because it's the opposite y'all want to be like us so much y'all want to go to Omaha and be there with me in June but you know y'all need y'all need to first focus on beating Wright State how about y'all try beating Wright State instead of trying to go crazy about a beer shower get the heck out of here but hey I do love y'all's beer shower and no we're not gonna do that get so dumb so dumb Welcome to the good life. All right, let's move on to our next segment. New segment here. 
Didn't do this last time. It's going to be called Dude Talk. I'm just going to talk about everything I saw at the Dude. All the good things. All what I took in from watching these three great games this past weekend. And let's start with, let's start with Ethan Small. Absolutely killed it. Absolutely killed it. 11 strikeouts. Listen to this. 11 strikeouts to zero walks. Zero walks. That's the kind of stuff I like to see. That's the kind of, the whole staff, the whole starting rotation I thought did great. JT, our freshman, our freshman stud. You know, that little rocky first inning, but you know, I don't think he gave up a hit after the first. Uh, I may be wrong, but I don't think he did. And then Keegan James shoved. Keegan James did great. Great job on that uh that double dip Saturday. <clears throat> Excuse me for the voice. Little horse, little horse did a lot of yelling, a lot of yelling, a lot of yelling. But uh, and uh, I'm gonna get a, my boy, my boy, Mr. Jordan Westberg here. I thought he had a great weekend. Now he batted around what was it, two forty ish last year. It's my a hey, storm. This is your boy here. It's your boy. You say he's gonna go off. He's doing it now. One one stat I liked about him. He had three walks and three hit by pitches. Hey, get that on base percentage up. I like that. I like that. Let me go to my boy Tanner Allen. 13 ribbies this weekend. 13. That's what I like to see. He, he probably got laid this weekend, if I had to guess. Wouldn't doubt it. And, and you had two dongs and two dingers and two yayas. But hey, Tanner, I'm not going to lie. I wish you'd go back to your old walkout song, Meant to Be. That got me so hype every time. It sure did. All the time. It did. But hey, he killed it with, uh, was it Sweet Child of Mine? I mean, I like that song. It just makes me like want to play guitar here or something like that. <laughs> but hey, let me, show you, let me tell you all who I think is going to be our best surprising pitcher this year. The best guy y'all don't probably know yet. And it's my boy, old Jack, Jacko Egan. Juco guy, lefty. Hey, he's going to be our zero swag net this year. He's going to get a lot of big outs for us. Come out of the pen, get that lefty out, boom. Expect a big, big, big year from my boy Jack Egan. I'm excited for him. I know his cousin. His cousin played at Arkansas. Good friends with him. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see what he does. What, what else happened to do, babes? Once again, y'all were looking great. Looking spectacular. But hey, we got, we got a big weekend this weekend. That means y'all got to look even hotter. Even hotter. So I'm, th- I'm guessing that it's probably going to be yoga pants season for y'all. Probably going to be a lot of yoga pants at the dude. Hey, and you know what? I'm a big yoga pants guy. Big yoga pants guy. Yeah, it shows, y'all, shows y'all y'all's butts perfectly. Sometimes I think y'all mean to do that. Actually, a lot of times I think y'all mean to do that. And I'm going to check you out every time. I don't think there's ever been a babe that walks by in yoga pants where I didn't check her out. Try If I seen you in yoga pants, I could like mark every, every babe's booty perfectly. Just because I'm just good like that. I am just really, really good like that. And what, hey, let's go back to my boy, Big Dick Mac. My boy, Big Dick Mac. Where we did a 40-yard gummy toss. I threw my gummy but from about 40 yards away. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Boom. 
caught it in his mouth. Place erupts. I'm like a freak. I'm like freaking Peyton Manning with a gummy sitting here throwing dimes. It was great. But hey, now time, now time for an even bigger segment because this is what I'm about to start happening every single weekend. We're ho- we uh we have home games. In case y'all don't know, always like to make sure everybody you know got their head in the game. So I will ask them, hey, hey, what's the count? And if they get it wrong, they got a drink. They got to just simply take a drink. And we got two big losers this week who did awful all weekend. Friday's big loser of what's the count is Mr. Garrison Laster going 0 for 9. My friend, you owe me a ding this weekend for being Friday's loser. And then Saturday was Mr. Brighton. <laughs> Brighton. 2 for 13. Get out of here. That's virgin numbers, son. Virgin numbers. So you as well also owe me a ding this weekend. I expect it to be ice cold. I actually expect you to pour in my cup for me. And then maybe even give me a massage. And that better not happen again. Better not happen to y'all too. You better not be a repeated loser on what's the count. All right. Moving on, babes and dudes. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Let's go to the hit king. Hey, this is the biggest story in SEC baseball this year. The biggest story. Can Bangum Bangum or do plant the seed in you catch Mr. Furnace and become the all-time SEC hit leader? They're both going to do it, just to let you know. They're going to finish one, too. It's going to be a close race. Let's see how they did this weekend. Let's see how they helped themselves. Jake... Mr. Bangum Mango himself, he had four hits, bringing him to 279. And then Duplant the Seed in you, Mr. Antoine Duplantis, had five hits. He also had two bombs. I mean, one was a huh, drop a tank, pound a skank kind of bomb. I mean, this thing was a no doubter. No doubter. See, he had five hits this weekend, bringing him to 273. So Jake still got a, he's got a, he's got a six hit lead. Six hit lead. Honestly, I mean, I'm starting to think that the, the whoever's going to win is just whoever's seen last the longest. You know, who seems going to go the longest in June? I honestly think it might be that. It could be. But then, once again, once Bangum Bangum gets hot, good luck trying to stop him. Good luck trying to stop him. All right. Moving on. Let's go and do a little weekend recap. See what else happened around the greatest league there is. What else happened around the SEC? Let's see how my picks did. And we'll start with Kentucky series. I said they were going to do go two and one. So they're going to take two out of three. They end up sweeping them. So I got the series right, but I, I thought I thought they I thought Austin P would get one, but my boy my coach Mingione with the sweep. Then Georgia and Dayton. I had Georgia with a sweep, and yes, sirree, they did. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Hey, Georgia, they're going no more this year. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And I predicted Bama with a sweep, but they let Presbyterian beat them once. So I got the series winner right, but they didn't sweep them. Presbyterian snuck one out. Then we go to the Cox, the big Cox of South Carolina. We're taking on Liberty. And I said, I got it perfect. I said, Liberty would sneak one. And they sure did. Two and one. Got that one right. And then Tennessee and App State. I said, I said App State would get one. So Tennessee was going to be two out, take two out of three. But listen to this. 
Tennessee didn't let App State score one run. App State put up a goose egg all three games. Tennessee hasn't allowed a run yet. Now let's move on to Florida. They were hosting Long Beach State. I told you Long Beach State wasn't that good. Florida with an easy sweep. Then Auburn, I once again, once again, I said they would, I said they would go two and one with Georgia Southern. And they did. They had two two extra inning games. Two games went into 13 innings. Butch Thompson and company, old dog coach, leading them well. Vandy, Vandy had a big weekend. They're playing out in Arizona, uh, I think somewhere in Arizona. I said they'd sweep, but they only took, they took two out of three. They lost today, or they lost last night to, or yesterday to TCU. Lost to TCU. So, ah, missed that one by one. Then we got Mizzou in North Florida. I said Mizzou would go two and one. They actually lost the series. This is one of the two series in the SEC that I, I didn't pick the correct winner to win the series. This one in Ole Miss, I said Ole Miss would sweep. They end up just going one and one with Wright State. And the third game was canceled because they didn't do a doubleheader on Saturday, which they should be copying State. They should have known that, but go figure. They, they're idiots. They missed out on that. Okay, now move AM with an easy sweep over Fordham. Called that perfectly. Hogs with the e- I would say easy sweep. They had a walk off. They had a walk off uh, Sunday game against Eastern Illinois, but they're three and zero. LSU said they had sweep. They're three and zero. Some tough games though. Some tough games. UL Monroe took them down the wire. I was going to like the eighth. It was like a tie game. They might have been losing, but do plant this seed in you. Hit two dongers. Two dingers. And are, are we thinking you got laid? Yeah. No doubt. You played the seed in you after hitting two dingers, opening day, walking into a tiger land. Yeah, you know he did. You know he did. I told you about T-Sun, then I'll spot on about the dogs. I knew it's sweet because we're awesome. We're winning it all this year. Called that perfectly. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's keep on moving. Let's head to the Strike Out King. One of my favorite segments. Before we do, let me go back to uh, what my predictions were going to be for the year about leading the dogs in Dingers, Average, and Ribbies. I said Dingers, I picked Mr. Mister Gunnerhalter, Juco guy. Didn't get a Dinger this weekend, but hey, Tubby, Tanner Allen's leading. I know you're all over him. Then we go on over to the to the ribbies. I said McNamee was going to be leading this. I said he's going to he's going to win at the end of the year. Tanner Allen, Tubby, Tanner Allen, thirteen. All to a heck of a start. That's a ton of RBIs. McNamee has six, so he he's he's in second with six. He's in striking distance. I'm not worried about that one. Then we go to average. I got my boy Rowdy here. I was picking Rowdy. Rowdy Reed, I'm bad. Name my future son one day. My wife was going to have to agree with it. It doesn't really matter. But leading the dogs in average right now. Mr. Jordan Westberg. Storm, my man Storm. My man Storm said he that Westberg's going to sweep all three. Hey, it's all to a good start in the average. All to a good start there. Then I also said that another bold bet was that I was going to get lucky this weekend. Well, I didn't. I struck out. I struck. But hey. Putting a lot of good solid groundwork. 
a lot of good solid groundwork. You know, stimulate a little interest. And y'all know, y'all know, y'all know Rome wasn't built in one day. It's, it takes time. It takes time. So a lot of good groundwork. A lot of good groundwork. All right. Keeping on going with the strikeout king. We'll start, let's talk about Ethan Small. 11 Ks. He's now, he's in second in the SEC behind some dude from A&M, John Duclant. I don't know. He had 12. So he's just one behind him. So we're doing all right there. Now let's see who struck out off the field this weekend. And that will be no other than Mr. Michael Volk himself, a.k.a. the Bumble Bandit. Listen to this. The Bumble Bandit, Michael Volk, set a Bumble record. A Bumble record of 62 matches in a two-day span. 62. Break in, break it all up. Break it all Kyle Holliman's record back in the day of 58 in a two-day span. So Michael Volk, he's taking over the lever, the Bumble Bandit. But did he get lucky? How, how did he do? <laughs> well, he, he was on a plane. He was trying to, trying to join the exclusive club. The one and only, the Mile High Club. In case y'all don't know what the Mile High Club is, that's where, you know, you, you get on a plane, you fly, and you, and you bang a chick. The Mile High Club. It's a legendary club. Everybody wants to be there. All the greats are there. Jake Mangum, you know Jake Mangum's in there. He's the Alpha and the Omega. You... <laughs> He probably did that when he was like 16. Guarantee. I'm doing it next time I fly. Because I got to be a great. The great ones do it. But let's see how Mr. Michael Volt did. Hey, things were pretty for him. Things were pretty for him. He, a hot babe, hot brunette babe, switched spots to sit exactly by him. So, oh, you're thinking, oh, yep, here we go. My boy's going to do it. My boy's going to join the Maha Club. And they both had blankets. So, you know, easy to maybe you know, get a little over-the-pants hand job, a little sneakeroo, a little wrap-around. You know, the setting was there. It was perfect. And then she was rocking yoga pants. Ladies, you know, I'm a big fan of those. Rocking yoga pants. And, and she, was, she even did the classic babe trick, you know, where they pull up the backpack right on top of her, right higher than her butt. You know, just showing it off, just show, which I'm a fan of. That's, don't get me wrong. I know y'all like to do it, but I'm a big fan of it. I love it. I love it. And then, and then, he was playing solitaire on his phone. He said he needed a little conversations being sparked here. I don't know how much flirting's going on, but he was playing solitaire. Next thing you know, she gets on her phone. She was playing solitaire. But Mr. Ox, aka Michael Volk. He watches three straight fastballs go right down the middle. Doesn't swing the bat. Strikes out looking. And that's why, Mr. Volk, you are this week's strikeout king. I expect a better performance from you this week. I need you to be on the dinger city. I don't need my boys freaking striking out with the babes. I need you to get the bat off your shoulder. Hey, never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game, Michael. Welcome to the good life. Uh, uh, uh. All right, let's keep her moving, baby. Now to, let's move to take a lap. Time for old TAL. Take a lap. Who's taking a lap this week? Well, it's a bunch of people. It's a bunch of people. Let's start with Mr. Ryan. Hey, Duffy. The social chair. Social chair of uh, Simakai. Schedules. Formal schedules that fresh formal. The Machis, 
the Monty's Formal on opening weekend. Opening day weekend at the New Dude. Are you kidding me? That's the most North Korean thing I've ever heard in my life. In my life. So, hey, Ryan, you, hey, you and the Monty's, they all decided to skip opening day. Take a lap, my friend. Alright, next up, we're doing a little swing or no swing. That's where I read a statement, and I'll tell you if I'll swing at it, meaning yes, it's going to happen. I'm not going to swing at it. It's a bad pitch. It's not going to happen. Don't even take that to the dumpster fire. Let's get going. First up, Bianco, Ole Miss head coach. He will be the head coach in 2020. Hmm. Hmm. I'm telling you right now, do not swing at that. Do not swing at that. I'm saying this is Bianco's last year. I'm saying he is on the hot seat. I mean, he gets some of the best talent every year. Ole Miss is one of the best teams every year. But he, for some reason, just can't win in June. And if Ole Miss wants to go from a good team to a great team, I think they need to make this move. I'll even tell you what they need to do after that. You, shoot, you can even copy stay. I don't know if Beyonce would be up to it, but promote him to AD. Get rid of uh, whoever the else Ole Miss is AD, a jork or whatever his name. He's a clown. Get him out. Promote Bianco to AD. Then you go hire Mc, McDonald from Louisville, who, who's been taking them to he's taking them to quite a few uh, Omaha trips, College World Series trips. Bring him down to Oxford. He used to coach under Bianco. He knows the SEC. He would kill it for y'all. He'd make y'all go from a good team to a great team. So I say that that's what Ole Miss should do. So do not swing at Bianco being the coach next year. Let's keep on moving on. And Thomas Dillard of Ole Miss will, excuse me, Thomas Dillard of Ole Miss will lead the team in average dingers, RBIs, and stolen bases. Swing at that. Swing at that. Dillard is a stud. I know you're thinking he's a big guy, but hey, he led the team in stolen bases last year. It's probably because he's number six, you know. All the goats wear number six. And he's already off to a great start right now. Already leading the team, leading the whole team in all, all four categories for the first weekend. I know it's only been two games, but hey, swing at that. Dillard will, li- will lead all four of those categories at the end of the year. All right, next up. Ethan Small will be the SEC Pitcher of the Year. I'm saying swing at this. I know it's gutsy. I know it's gutsy. But listen, I like what I saw. I loved what I saw Friday. I loved, I loved, I loved. I think he's just going to progress. He's got he's got a good head on his shoulder. He's, got, he's always working hard. 11 strikeouts, zero walks. I like that. that. That's the main stat that stood out to me. 11 strikeouts, zero walks. Love that. Love that. So swing at Ethan Small will be the SEC Pitcher of the Year. All right, next. Jake Mangum. Bangum Mangum. Will have at least five home runs this year. Hmm. I'm not sure I'm thinking. His power numbers haven't all... Haven't all really been there 
This is a different year though. It's a different year. It's a new dude. Swing at it. He's gonna have at least five. Probably right at five, maybe six. Just because six is the goat number. So I'm saying swing at that. He will indeed, in fact, have at least five dingers. Alright, next. LSU. LSU will be the number one national seed going into regionals. Look, LSU's good. They're really good. They have some hitters. But do not swing at this. I don't I don't think they will be they're really I think they'll be a national seed, but no. Nah, they're not gonna be the number one national overall seed going into the regional. That's they they it's too brutal of a road for them. I don't think it's happened, but man, they got Zach Hess, Friday night guy. He's can sling it. Their outfield's incredible with do plant the seed in you. And uh, Zach Watson can fly in center. And Cabrera, I think, is in left. I'd say three really good, really, really good outfielders. But I don't think they're going to be the number one overall seed. So don't swing at that. All right, last but not least, I, Stanford Reed Parks, will indeed get lucky this weekend. I know what you're thinking. No, no, he won't. Listen, swing at this. It's it, swing at this. It's gonna happen. It's definitely gonna happen. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I already told you about the yoga pants. I, I strive, all the babies are gonna be wearing them at the game at least, and then you know, go to the bars, boom, boom, boom. But listen, how to train your dragon three comes out this weekend. Let me let me give you a little back history. I went and saw the first one with the babe back in the day. What happened after that? I ended up dating her for like two years. Boom. Then I saw How to Train Your Dragon 2 with the babe in Starville. What happened after the movie? <laughs> Let's just say we went and had a little fun at the Coyote House, at the Coyote Mansion during the summer. Had a little fun. Got lucky. Boom. Not, I didn't get luck. I didn't get laid, but you know, like second base. Hey, that, that counts. Strike, strike. That's great for a movie. Go to see an anime. Boom. So I'm saying, it's coming out this weekend. Southern Miss is coming into town. The dude's going to be hype. Everybody's been going, going crazy. So take me, swing at it, that I get lucky this weekend. I think I, it's a guarantee. It's going to happen. Guarantee. No doubt about it. So let's, let's back up. We're not swinging at Bianco to be the coach, head coach next year. We are swinging at Dillard to lead Ole Miss in home runs, dingers, average, and steals. We are swinging at Ethan Small to be the SEC Pitcher of the Year. We are swinging at Mangum to have at least five bombs. Not swinging at LSU to be the number one overall seed going into regionals. And absolutely swinging at your boy getting lucky this weekend. All right, let's keep it rolling, baby. Time to go on to Dinger City. Who's hitting the dingers on the field? And, of course... More importantly, who's hitting the dingers off the field? Let's start with on the field, though. And this weekend, it was Mr. Tanner Allen, who dropped had two dingers, one big one in that first game, one huge one in that first game. He's at the top of the leaderboard in the SEC, where he's tied with a few other people. With uh, Also, Duplantis is there. Uh, you got Cabrera of, of LSU as well. And then some... Uh, this Missouri guy, Bisner, is apparently supposed to be a stud. Apparently supposed to be a stud of something. But Missouri's a weird school. So I'm not really too sure about that one. But hey, one dinger that I saw this weekend. 
a dinger from our freshman catcher played the game two of that double that double dipper on Saturday. Mr. Hayden Jones. Oh my gosh. He whoo, he elevated. That's the farthest ball I've seen it hit that new dude. Well, of course, it's only been a couple games. Woo! That ball was crushed. It's gonna bring up a interesting debate towards the end of the year. I got a lot of friends already thinking, hey. He needs to be the guy over Skelt, but I, I don't know yet. I don't know yet, but something to keep in mind. All right, who's hitting the dingers off the field? Let's first give me a big shout-out to my boy Smoke. He's the first one up. Hey, went on the neutral field this weekend. Neutral turf, no advantage anywhere. And he was facing an arm that he's been very familiar with. He's faced her a few times. And then when she was throwing that pitch, she threw a curve. She threw him a curve. She hanged it. She hanged it. You know, they do, you know what you do when they hang it? You bang it, baby. That's right. He sat dead red. That curve. She hanged it. He banged it. He pulled her over. Boom. 450-foot shot. And left center over the bushes. So shout out to my boy Smoke. Hitting that dinger off the field. Who else we have? Oh, yep. My boy Kiki. My boy Kiki came in hot. Had an aggressive approach. He was a, he's an aggressive hitter. Aggressive hitter. He's facing up, facing the arm. Though she was tipping her pitches, she was tipping her pitches. So he knew what pitch was coming. He knew what she was going to throw before she did. And there he was. She was tipping her pitches. He knew the changeup was coming. He was sitting dead red. So he got his foot down early. He dropped the head on it. You know what I'm talking about. Drop the head on it. Elevate. Celebrate. Put it on the board. Yes. Dinger City for my boy Kiki. Shout out to you. You keep doing that. All right. Now time for me to explain how all babes of the world go through <clears throat> the water cycle. Every babe goes through the water cycle. And let me tell you how. First, first, oh, time out. Time out. This is after they've been stand. Stimulate interest, taste physically, avoid relationship, navigate the new babe. So right after you navigate to a new babe, this is when the water cycle takes place for the babes. So this is when they evaporate from you. You know, they're just so mad at you. Ugh. You know, they're texting you. Ugh. U-G-H-H-H. 19 exclamation points. They got their Ugh boots on. They're just walking around. That, hey, that's where you got to text them. I promise you. They hate it, but it's so funny. They text you. U-G-H-H-H-H. You just text about, oh, you got your Ugh boots on. Oh, they get ferocious ferocious. They usually will drop their little uh, K, you know, typical bait thing, K. I love those little tricks that they do. Or they'll turn on, they, they wouldn't have their red receipts on, but then they'll turn on just to see that, they make it say they read your message and not respond to you. I, lo- I love their little tricks. They, they don't all know them, but I know, I know babies better than they know them. So that, that's usually like a week, 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 week and a half, and then they go to the condensation phrase. The condensation phase. This is where they're like, about just about two weeks, a week and a half. They go, well, you know what? That stance, that stance is not such a bad guy. Maybe it was my fault about what happened. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was my fault. It, it couldn't have been him. I mean, that wasn't that bad. He didn't mean to. It was my fault. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done this. Then she, you know, gets on Snapchat, like sees your story, you're out, out with the boys, drinking at the bars, gets jealous immediately, and then boom, 
That's when she precipitates right back to daddy, baby. And that's when you stain her again. S-T-A-N, her again. Boom, baby. Boom, boom, boom. Welcome to the good life. All right, we're getting close. We're getting close to finishing up, but let's go. Let's move on to... Let's move on to the scoreboard. Time for predictions for this weekend series for the whole SEC. Let's start with Kentucky going at Texas Tech. Oof. I like Texas Tech two out of three there. Give me the Red Raiders two out of three there. We got Georgia hosting UMass Lowell or whatever it is. Georgia Sweep. Georgia Sweep. They're going to Omaha. We got Bama versus Ball State. Um. I'll give Bama two out of three. I'm not going to give them a sweep just because, I don't know, I can't believe Bama's going to be good. I just can't ever do it, believe it, until they actually are. Let's go next to the Cox. They are hosting Utah Valley. I'll give it a Cox sweep there. Ooh, then we got Tennessee taking on Indiana. Oh, Coach Lamonis' old squad. You know what? Give me Lamonis' old squad to take two or three from Tennessee. Give me Lamonis' old squad there. Then we got... Flow pretty hey, big series here. Florida and Miami. The Gators and the Canes going at it. A little in-state rivalry. And I'm going to say Florida, two out of three. They'll get two. Miami gets one. They sneak one somehow, some way. Florida has a bad game. Next is Auburn going to Central Florida. Hmm. I'll go Auburn. Auburn two or three there. UCF will get one. You said I don't, I'm not, I don't know much about them, but I'm just guessing usually schools in Florida are all right. Nope, they can get one game there. Especially since Georgia Southern got one, I bet UCF can get one. Next is Bandy hosting Pepperdine. Sweet for Bandy, easy sweep. Next is Mizzou taking on Rhode Island. Uh, uh, Missouri, two out of three. Missouri, two out of three. A&M is hosting... Illinois-Chicago, who the Dogs played in a regional a couple years back in Hattiesburg. So, you know what? I'll say Illinois-Chicago gets one win. A&M will take two out of three. We got the Hogs, Arkansas, going to USC. That'll be a pretty cool little series. Hogs will take two out of three. USC gets one. LSU hosting Bryant. <laughs> Sweet for LSU. Ooh, Ole Miss at Tulane. Ole Miss at Tulane. Hmm. Two or three. T-Sun will get two or three this time. They'll get two or three at Tulane. Then we got last, the Almighty Series, the Magnolia, a little in-state Magnolia rivalry with the Dogs' little, little brother, Mississippi State versus Southern Miss. Listen, I was going to say that Southern would get one. I was going to say State takes two or three. But then you got this... <clears throat> this virgin guy from Southern, Matt Walner, Matt, whoever this guy is. I don't know. He got interviewed the other day. He's like talking about the next weekend series against State. He's like, yeah, I think, yeah, they went to Omaha, I think. Dude, you know good and well we went to Omaha. Shut the heck up. Shut up, man. Dude, you're never going to go there. You know we were going there. You know we were there last year. Don't don't say don't say I think just because you're never ever 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 gonna play there. Sheesh, sheesh, Louise. All right, let's break it down again. I got Texas Tech taking two or three from Kentucky. Georgia will sweep. UMass Lowell, Bama two or three from Ball State. Cox will sweep Utah Valley. 
Indiana will take two or three from Tennessee. A little surprise pick. Florida, two or three from Miami. Auburn, two or three from UCF. Vandy, sweep of Pepperdine. Mizzou, two or three from Rhode Island. A&M, two or three from Illinois, Chicago. Hogs, two or three from USC. LSU will sweep Bryant. Ole Miss, T-Sun. Y'all will win two at Tulane. And then it will be a little revenge factor and how sweet it will be for the dogs when they sweep the Eagles of Southern Miss after last year's Southern sweep them. That will be beautiful, and I cannot wait. All right. Before I tell you the one thing I love more than baseball and babes, I do want to take a quick second and apologize for a certain C word that I said last episode. I'm sorry that I dropped it. Sometimes I say things that I think are really funny and I don't realize that they may cross a line to others. So I do apologize for that. Yeah, I'm just an immature little guy here. I'm 26 with a six with a 16-year-old beard and a material level of a kindergartner. I say some things that probably shouldn't say sometimes, but hey, I'm sorry. I realize I don't have a filter sometimes, but I, I promise I will never ever say the C word again. Babes. Pinky promise, I will never say it again. And if I do, I'll, I'll take 20 laps every day for the rest of my life. 20 laps every day if I say the C word. Pinky promise, I won't do it again. All right. The one thing I love more than baseball and babes. The one thing. And that's no other than boobs. I love me some boobs. I love boobies so much. Let's just talk about how awesome they are. I mean, they're fun to play with. You do so many things. They're fun to look at. I mean, you can motorboat them. You can do anything. They're just so great. And then, hey, boobs feed babies. Now, there's a starving baby here. Boob, boob. Feed, feed. Ada bing. Ada boom. Then you may be laying down and need a pillow, but you don't have one. Then you got bay there. Like, hey, darling. Then you just rest your head on those perfect boobs, and then boom, you're out like that because it's perfect. I'm telling you, boobs have superpowers. Boobs have superpowers. They're like Batman and Spider-Man. They control you. They control me. But right when I see them, boom, they catch my eye. And I don't know how they do it because they have insane superpowers. They do, but they're awesome. They're all. They even listen. They even have so many cool names you can call them. They like look. Listen. Like, look at the fun bags on that blind. Hey, did you see our waiter? Those jiggle machines were showing. Hey, babe. Let's watch a little Netflix. Maybe get to second base and let me play with those love balloons of yours. Hey, look, look at that, that KD. That Kappa Delta right there. Oh, she has some nice Hakuna Matatas. Oh, hey. You ever seen that girl in a bikini? You ever seen her? Oh, her wonder twins are awesome. Oh, man, hey, why didn't you go to math class today? Our teacher was showing off her Golden Globes today, baby. Her Golden Globes were oozing out of her shirt. Hey, yeah, I shacked with this 5U babe once. Yeah, and I'll play with her little party pillows all the time. Hey, darling, darling, let me see those snuggle pups of yours. Hey, baby, this is a good one here. Hey, baby. Baby, let me come motorboat those old Congo bongos you got. Let me come, come on, baby. Let me motorboat those Congo bongos. <laughs> then we got, oh, shoot. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen that code? Have you ever seen that code? 
Her honker, her honker burgers are through the roof. They are spectacular. But this is my favorite one to call Dude's Ready. This is my favorite one. Definitely my favorite. The Julius Squeezers. Babes and their Julius Squeezers drive me crazy. Crazy. I mean, I love boobs. They're awesome. I love real boobs. I love fake boobs. I love big boobs. I love small boobs. I love the super giant boobs. Shoot, I, I love the even the mega the mega tiny boobs. I love like, regular sized boobs are great. I love white boobs. I love black boobs. I love red boobs. I love green boobs. Orange boobs, purple boobs, blue boobs. I know y'all seen Avatar. Blue boobs are great. Circle boobs, square boobs, rectangle boobs. I love all those. I love, I love boobs. I love saggy boobs. I love the lopsided boobs. I love the left boob. I love the right boob. I love the normal boobs. I love the crazy boobs. I love American boobs. I love foreign boobs. I love beautiful boobs. I, lo I even love ugly boobs. Dude, man boobs even make me laugh. My name is Stanford Reed Parks, and I love me some boobies, baby. Hey, but hey, that's it for this week, guys. That's it for Son of a Pitch this week. I'm the host you love the most, Stanford Reed Parks. Thank you for listening. Catch you next week, fools.